Hey couples, it's Thursday night. That means it's time once again for date night. You might be wondering where my date is. Well, she's here. We are quarantining ourselves this time. She's in her office. I'm in my office and it's not because of COVID-19. Tracy, we just needed a little bit of a break, right? Yeah, couples, can you relate? I mean, it's a lot of time together. We just needed some space. Just kidding. Well, but tonight we're talking about a topic that might be just perfectly timely because we're talking, Tracy, about giving your spouse the benefit of the doubt. So this conversation is great for couples who have maybe been at each other's throats for a little while here. Maybe the maybe the shutdown has just been driving them crazy. Uh, they're they're on each other's nerves. Their right. patience is running short. So I think tonight's topic is good because we're going to give you some practical, uh, I don't know, rules of engagement, right? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I think people might be surprised at how important giving the benefit of the doubt is. And what we mean by that is that you're willing to be gracious towards your spouse, give them a pass when they maybe erupt or act a little irrationally for some reason. But giving your partner the benefit of the doubt is really important to a healthy marriage. Because if we don't, then we'll talk here in a few minutes about some unhealthy things that can start to happen in the relationship. And we could very quickly find ourselves in a place where we're on the brink of divorce because we're just don't even like each other anymore because we just only see the negative. Yeah. So Trace, give an example of maybe a fight. I don't know if we're going to be vulnerable and share some of our own examples, but give an example of a fight where you're, you're at each other. And what's an example of not extending the benefit of the doubt and then give an example of what it looks like to give the benefit of the doubt, because maybe some couples don't even know what we're talking about. They didn't maybe see this modeled in their parents at home. So give right. us a paint a picture for us. Yeah. I mean, I, even if we use some examples through this whole time of coronavirus is um, me giving you the benefit of the doubt is like today. I know you're stressed today. You've had a lot of meetings. You've had a lot of things going on. We've had some frustration with technology and getting ready for recording things. And so giving you the benefit of the doubt is I'm just giving you a little bit of space. Um, maybe if you've used a little bit of a tone of voice that wasn't quite as respectful, or I can see it on your face. I know you well enough to know when you're stressed, right? You don't, you don't look particularly happy. You look a little mad. Um, so giving you the benefit of the doubt is I'm not picking a fight with you. I'm giving you a little bit of space. I'm being gracious and patient and just kind of, what do you need me to do right now? And that's what we'll do. Now, the opposite of that is, and I've been guilty of this certainly many times when I know you're not in a great place, but instead of being gracious, I pick the fight and I'm like, I've had a long day too. And you can't treat me like that and quit looking at me like that and quit having that tone of voice with me. So see, then I'm now, now that's going to start an argument for us just based on how I'm choosing to respond to you being not in the best place. So couples, this might be a good time right now in the live stream, just to maybe pause and ask yourselves right now, okay, wait, which one of us is better at giving the benefit of the doubt? And Tracy, I'll admit that in our marriage, you're probably a little better at giving the benefit of the doubt. Um, but probably for some people, it's the the husband is the one that's a little bit better at this. Yep. So it's good. It's good couples, even just as we're getting warmed up for this date night conversation to think in your own life, are we any good at this? Who's better at this? You know, try to be self-aware. We've talked about emotions and self-awareness. Try to be self-aware. You've got to be a little bit vulnerable for this topic because Tracy, I would imagine uh, in some marriages, one 
one spouse does a pretty good job of this and maybe sometimes gets walked all over by the other spouse, right? Yeah, and I think just even even paying attention to how many of our arguments start with just this simple thing. We just didn't give each other the benefit of the doubt. Instead of being gracious or patient, we just set our spouse up for failure by just jumping on them as soon as any opportunity we had. All right, so Trace, let's, let's talk now about uh, what John Gottman, author John Gottman calls the four horsemen. And when he talks about this, he uses this a lot in some, in a lot of his books. What is he referring to and how can couples use this in their own marriage to strengthen their relationship? Yeah. So what's kind of interesting, even before I talk about that, I want to make sure that we think about this called It's called the fundamental attribution error. And this is what social psychologists have done a lot of study that feeds whether we're able to give the benefit of the doubt or not. That, that fundamental attribution error means when I make a mistake, I'm going to look at the outside factors that caused me to have that mistake happen. Like I overreacted and I yelled at you. Well, it's because I had a, lo a long day at work or the kids were driving me crazy. But if you do something that makes me mad, I'm going to attribute it more to character flaws in you. Not, I'm not going to give you the benefit of the doubt that maybe you had a long day at work. I'm going to say like, see, you're just kind of a mean person or you're just always impatient. So that's kind of this natural thing that we all have in us that we have to be aware of that we'll give ourselves a pass. We'll be gracious to ourselves, but we're not very fast to be gracious to our spouse. And so what happens is if we keep applying that fundamental attribution error, then what John Gottman talks about is what starts to happen in our relationships are these four horsemen of the apocalypse. And what he means by that is these four things that start to happen in a marriage can bring utter destruction to the relationship. Um, and so this is what happens when we're not giving the benefit of the doubt. This is what happens when we start only focusing on the negative things in our spouse and attributing it to character rather than just circumstantial. So let me try to summarize this. You're saying the fundamental attribution error, because that sounds like a very smart word phrase. Yes. It's not my word. Yeah. That, that means that I give, I, I give myself the benefit of the doubt. I, uh, how do, how do people say it? I, I judge my I judge my words and actions by my intentions, mm -hmm. but I judge my spouse's words and actions by their words and actions. In other words, I give myself the benefit of the doubt because I'm in my own head and I know what I really meant, but I don't right. extend that same uh, grace and favor to my spouse. Yeah, like we're you're assuming that the mistakes your spouse makes are due to the faults that lie within them. Yeah, that's yeah. good. So, so husbands, wives, that's a great one to pack away. Use that. Um, use that maybe at work. Uh, 